and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 274, Big Good. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Saninsky. Hello. Hey, that's me. Hi. Hi. Uh, before we delve into anything else, head on over to our Patreon site, patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. On this cool custom crafted website, you will find three open-ended levels of support for content consumers like you. you That's actually really cute. Look, a little TV guy. Yeah, he floats. He's got like a little rocket on his butt. He's I wouldn't good. want to shoot him. Oh, he comes up and like blows up in your face. Okay, well that, then I'll kill that's him. That's part of the whole thing of the game. Is you're like, oh, he's a cute little dude. And then, ah, what the hell? <laughs> To support content producers like us, starting at just a dollar a month, patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. Uh, I am actually not going to drink anything this episode because that tall boy was tall. I uh, have not had lunch. All I had was a chocolate volcano croissant from Dunn Brothers in so downtown maybe, Minneapolis, which is the cutest coffee that shop. That is a very nice looking building. Yeah, it's a very cute building. Um, Anytime I see a, a limestone foundation, I'm like, yeah, okay. It's how, however, that being said... <clears throat> um, I do not intend on drinking anymore until I have actual lunch. So I don't blame you, uh, especially with more inexpensive beers. I tend to like having a little bit of food in my body. So, yeah. so anyway, yeah, let's talk about stuff that's going to break soon. Yes. Uh, so the VW Buzz, I keep updating you guys on the Buzz because our number one Patreon patron, uh, mm-hmm. shameless plug, Scott, my brother, has one of these as as on reserve as you could in the United States. Yes, but. Even though these are on sale in the rest of the world, the only versions on sale are short wheelbase, mm-hmm. rear wheel drive, small battery, and they have just given us kind of a teaser of what a more similar long wheelbase spec will look like, and that's very likely what we will get in North America. Okay. So the longer wheelbase version is going to be getting, obviously, a front motor as well as the rear motor, and it's going to go up from 204 to 335 I horsepower. everything's rear motor now. <clears throat> It's fantastic. Like, EVs made everything rear-wheel drive. That's a good thing. Thank you, Imiev. Yes, this is good. Yes. Um, that is literally the only detail they've given us. Deutsche Vela actually uh, did a review of this, come to think of it. And the they, short wheelbase one? The uh, Both. They did the short, and they had a quick drive in the long. Like a, 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 not like the production long, but like... Huh. In like a prototype for what the long will be. That's kind of cool. This is it pretty good. I like they Vance. They liked. They really liked the short wheelbase. Um, like they gave it a glowing review. Uh, Deutsche Vela does not give everything a glowing review. Well, I assume um, the the rear wheel drive, like the turning radius, has to be fantastic. Yeah, they said they said the car handles like the van handles really nicely. It's got it, it, like low center gravity. Obviously, mm-hmm. helps a ton. Um, no, yes. like, you're up really high, but like it doesn't feel like you're driving something that's got a high center you don't feel like you're right yeah you don't get that yeah it, it's I don't know what you call it. it's like being in a skyscraper at the top floor yeah no it, it's <clears throat> yeah it's it's like being on a bar stool with all the weight at the bottom that's like kind of how it feels how does it, i'm getting a really not great mental image from that so thank you but no, i mean like, like where you're just like you you're, feel like you yeah. should be wobbly like you prepare to be wobbly and then you just go around and like, when the moment of inertia doesn't add up with what you see you yeah, start to get confused. You get, you get a little confused. They said it's a little confusing at first, but like the only limiting issue that they said that it has is the range right now. And I, the long wheelbase should fix that. Right, and they have not quoted a battery capacity. It's also Volkswagen, uh-huh. so there's a 100% chance this would be hot, sneaky garbage. I think the short, the biggest battery you can get in the current for sale one is like 78 kilowatt hours. It's the same battery you get in an ID3, an ID4, everything. But yeah. I genuinely think if a VinFast VF7 comes to America before this does, I would tell Scott to get a VinFast. No, he doesn't want a Chinese domestic market. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I know it's Vietnamese, Vietnamese but it, it's a knockdown of a Chinese car made in China. No, it's... According it's, to Scott, it's not made in Vietnam. Uh, it might be screwed Vietnamese. together there, but it's like the component. Okay, all right. I will it's get, screwed I together that. in South Carolina. Perfect. <laughs> well, we're so gonna get to how much of it did they screw together in Vietnam before well, they sent it to South Carolina? We're going to get the Chinese EVs in a minute. Here, oh, I know. So. And I think I actually, most of them are pretty good. I have a thing about Chinese EVs in this oh? episode. Yes. Good. Um, it is a shorter video. Where the fuck is it? I didn't delete anything. What is going on here with this nonsense? Nonsense. What is... What? What the fuck? I can, I can gargle it. Man, I've got I'm two VW Electric stories this time. Um, but, yeah, so you said that there's some details that leaked. 
Yeah, I just went over them. All right. Um, and it was the fact that the all-wheel drive version is indeed coming and that it's 335 horsepower. Well, luckily, I, I just grabbed this Chinese EV story a moment ago. Okay. I just need to scroll down to it. Now I have all sorts of weird dead air. I'm going to have that not be my immediate story, and I'm going to figure this shit out Oh, wait. Later. Is it this S3 magazine thing? Nope. It no? was a YouTube link. Oh. I don't know where I put that. I don't know. Oh, either. nope, there it is. It's unused topics from last one. Um, oh, first episode. Okay. Yeah, actually, let's just, let's just use that one right there, the Euro NCAP crash test top five of 2022. Man, this is going to be a nightmare to rearrange. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, so that is – you can just copy pasta that in there. Um, I will want some duckers yeah. in the screen. Here. So this is the thing is it, it's been – it was all EVs this year. You can just nice. mute that if it's not already muted. Cool. Yep. They were, it, it's only a one-minute video too, which is – Brilliant. Um, oh, the Model yes, S. It was a Model S was in fifth place. Okay. Um, and actually, it, a lot of Teslas, unfortunately, were on this. And then that is it looks a like a Ionic. Lucid? Oh, okay. It's Ionic. It's, oh, it says there if you. Oh, yeah, it is yeah. at the bottom. And then a the Way Coffee. coffee. Mm. Yes, that's definitely Chinese. Hundred <laughs> percent. I would like to have a Way Coffee in a Suzuki Cappuccino. Oh, the Aura Cat. Yes, and the Aura Cat. Or Funky Cat, they call it now. The Aura Funky Cat. Funky is actually a, the trim. Oh, I didn't know that. They have different cats. Ah. What yes. are uh, What are the other trims? I have no idea. Okay, cool. And I don't want to spoil it for myself. <laughs> and then yeah, the Model Y and the Model <clears throat> Three or whatever. I haven't that, seen a Three yet, but. Whatever that is, was that? That's an S. Oh, Model S, yes. So Model S was the was the top was the safest one in Euro NCAP this year. Just for collision However, avoidance, or for the actual the new that, test? That was the actual like NCAP safety test. Was okay. Model S was number one. They're However, not... if you looked at that, two of the vehicles were Chinese. One was Korean, and two uh, were American. So oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. No so, Japanese, no German. However, <laughs> I mean, Chinese vehicles, I'm not going to say they're bad. I, you asked me five years ago about like, American cars. I'm like, I'm not going to buy an American car. Yeah. And then they make a good one. I'm like, all right, I guess I, I'll buy I, an American I car. I hold nothing against Chinese cars. Like, No, I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, like China can make a perfectly fine car. I've got no qualms about a Chinese vehicle because every other country has proven that they can make some garbage. I mean, look at the cat. Mm. Such yeah, a cute took, little car. It actually took it like a champ, too. So, I, yeah, I think a, uh, it also flashes its headlights for you. Which I, I know. Is so uh, cute. I mean, really that's good. a Euro requirement, I think, for heavy braking, but yeah. still. But, yeah, I think a uh, – I would have no qualms about something like a VinFast, like a Chinese vehicle. Because oh, yeah. I'm shopping for an appliance to daily. I don't care who makes it. Well, not only that, it's like <laughs> they've kind of proven that they can make good shit because everybody makes stuff for the Chinese market. Like, yeah, that's true. And China's made cars for a long time. They've made a lot of trash. They've worked out the kinks. And I think they like, even, like, back, like, when Top Gear did their Chinese car special like I remember years that. ago. Yeah, they like, were good. Yeah. Or like, they there were, were actually good. There were some issues, but, like, not really. Yeah. And, like, they even made the point, like, this is how far they've come in, like, four years. Imagine where they'll be in ten. And, and we're kind of there now. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so I've actually been, because I have the same reservations about a VinFast. Um, because probably when I'm ready to have kids, a VinFast will be a feasible vehicle for me. Um, and I think a smaller VinFast would be kind of cool. But when you get to cars like that... Yeah, but like, it's not called a coffee or cat. Yeah, I know, but it's also made in Vietnam, which well, is good. I guess. Um, <laughs> At least partially. Uh, you know, it's <clears throat> the money goes to Vietnam. That's what I care about. There so you there go. You go. Where's the headquarters? Yes. <laughs> they're, front, they're headquartered in Vietnam. I don't care what it's a knockdown for. I will it's concede. It's a Vietnamese car. Um, Just like our Fiat's are Italian. Exactly. Even though they're Mexican. Yeah, they're Italianish. Um, <laughs> but the, but the thing is, like I've looked up a lot of these things, and a lot of like even Chinese like gas or cars. Yeah. The main issues are like water pumps go out. Like okay, yeah. Sure. Water pumps go on Camrys these days. Like everywhere is a water pump problem. Yeah. Like the water pump is the like water pumps today are head gaskets in the eighties. The problem I want to hear about with a water pump is if it's like a Ford three seven where they bury it inside the timing case and it's Apparently, driven by a timing chain. So, from what I've heard, um, this is all entirely anecdotal and comments and YouTube, like, reviews. It's people saying, like, it was not any worse than, like, a BMW water pump. Like, if you're okay with a 3 Series, you're okay with this. Mm -hmm. And But they're like, otherwise, no other major issues. Like, you keep up on your oil changes, no timing chains, 
Yeah. It's probably either cloned from or bought from some other company. I doubt it's a ground-up yeah. new engine. And so also, like... the thing is, is like <clears throat> China's really good at copying their competitors and making something that's marginally better. Mm-hmm. And also, they've been making water pumps or everything else for us for the last like 30 yeah, years. Yeah, like if so... you think that your like, Jaguar is going to not have a Chinese water pump thing again, <clears throat> like, they're definitely eating everybody's lunch for a reason. So. Yep. Yeah, so... They're, they're, they're doing what Japan did in the 70s. And they just lifted their zero-tolerance like COVID policy at work now, too, so hopefully their economy boots back up a little bit because they've been in dire straits for the last couple of months there. Yeah. They've had some... They're still having problems. That's new problems, though. But at least... Happy Chinese New Year yesterday, I think, or No, it's soon? coming up. It's coming up, I think. Okay, it, it happens after... Whenever that happens, happy Chinese New Year. Yes. There you go. There we go. All right. I hate to have two broken e- nope, EV, it's fine. EW stories in one episode, but let's do this. Volkswagens are bad. So the ID4, the same vehicle that Scott has that's been uh, basically Another not being one? driven in <laughs> yeah, pending lemon buyback situations for a one of 350 in the world so, case. Going back to Scott not wanting to get a Chinese car. <laughs> What is the year? What have the Europeans given him? <laughs> like, why would you not want a Chinese car? So at this anyway, point? this vehicle that he currently owns, that the new one will be based on the same platform for, now has another recall where not even the high voltage system, but the low twelve volt system, has a, a potential mount failure where the battery can short out and cause a fire under the hood. So while he's crashing from the high volt system failing randomly, maybe the low voltage battery will also tip over and light the car on fire, which I think is probably part of the reason why he hasn't driven it in like four months. What a tremendous sack of garbage. And Volkswagen quietly now has sent out a TSB to dealers about his particular thing, <laughs> saying the solution is to replace the battery pack. Um, so. It's pretty great. I'm just thinking here. VW has found a way to ruin electric cars. Do you know what brand doesn't have this issue? Um, all the rest of them. Yes. Neo, for instance, has a removable battery pack that doesn't fall out. Nice. They're Chinese. Um, and there is VinFast, which is Vietnamese and good. The battery has not fallen out of my Tesla either. Yes, that's good. Nor this has the high voltage good. system failed. I've never heard anything bad about Oracat either. That's Chinese. I and mean, that's got the cat for a name and that's cute. Yes. I think a Chinese communist car is what Scott means. Because ah. it's not a Chinese thing, it's a communist thing. Because Vietnam's communisty as well. Hmm. And similar to. What if they bring back the company Trabant? Fun fact, actually. Electrically. <clears throat> that's actually, people are working on that in Eastern Rio. It's also on Deutsche Welle. There's not enough. It, they mentioned that, like, very briefly. Moskvich and <laughs> Trabant are both being considered for coming back. Moskvich is coming back because Russia can't get other cars. Um, but Trabant actually, like, might come back as an EV because people actually like them, and they'll do, like, a retro style because it's a cute car. Is it still going to be pressed cotton bodywork? No, probably carbon fiber. But, um... Fine. Or something. Like, whatever. As long as it's composite. Yeah, some sort of composite body. But, um... <laughs> apparently, Tremont <laughs> might possibly be coming back. However, <clears throat> the, uh... It, Moskvich is definitely coming back. Uh, the Moskvich Owners Club in how, Germany hates that. How is... <laughs> how is the uh, Russian domestic car market going these days? Terribly. I haven't, I haven't oh, looked at it. Oh, it's very bad. <laughs> Are they still selling that like 1996 the, new car with no, with no equipment? with no equipment. That's bad. Yeah. No, it is terrible. Not good. But like the Volts or is the Renault factory that like Renault just pulled out of? That's what they're making making Moskvichs on. Oh my! And they're like, they were saying it's like entirely domestically produced. Which is not good. And it's like built by design or, or built by committee, which is not good. In Russia, which is not good. <clears throat> and like the Moskvich owners club is like, it's not a Moskvich because like they're like, our cars actually mean something and they're actually like a status symbol for like when we were kids. Like, if you had a Moskvich, you had a fucking Moskvich. Mm-hmm. That's bitching. Like in like 1975, East Germany, like having oh, yeah. Moskvich was the shit. Um, so the Moskvich owners club is like pissed and they're like, we're not buying them. I don't know who's going to buy them, but they're not joining our club. That's not our problem. That's their problem. Like you, something you've made that you've labeled a Moskvich. Yeah. And like, even like they, they talked to like some Russian Moskvich owners and they're even the Russian Moskvich owners. Like, yeah, no, it's a cool car, but not a Moskvich. 
Hmm. <laughs> Nobody wants them on Great. Switch. But so the cars know, that feel, they can produce are I still feel like unwanted. With Scott's issue, it's all signs are pointing Vinfast. All signs are pointing to the Jaguar being a much more reliable product. Shocking. <laughs> you know what I've noticed in the EV world? It's that historically the worst car com- countries, the countries that make the, the biggest trash. For combustion? Are making the best vehicles right now. Because it's like China and Britain are like in Korea are leading the wave. Japan makes literally zero EVs Yeah, they were point. so resistant to it for the longest time. Now they're like catching up. So. Yeah, like, Japan mm. makes, like, literally just the leaf. And that's getting discontinued soon. Yeah, so they have no EVs at all in Japan. Um, and so America that... makes an okay EV. Europe makes garbage. Yeah, what the hell? Like, How can that be? I'm sure Yugo's going to come back, and it's going to be in Croatia, and it's going to be the best thing you've ever driven. It was a terrible combustion vehicle, so it's yeah. going to be a great EV. Yeah, and you have <clears throat> VinFast, where you have the entire nation of Vietnam having spent the last 50 years doing restorations on mopeds, and now they've figured out how to make a good truck. Here you go. Ta-da! <laughs> but why VinFast doesn't come out with their own electric scooters? I just don't get it. So, uh, VinFast hasn't. However, Honda is. Excellent. They are making EV versions, which actually happens to be an thing if you open that up. Um, I did. I was yeah. just pending for so the stream. So, they strip. have made... Uh, that's actually the wrong thing that you opened up. That was. I clicked the, on whatever link was in your story. Nope, you didn't. I'm looking at the story. S3 Magazine Echoes. No, been... I'm talking about Honda makes nifty EVs. Whoops! That is We're not... all mixed up. So Honda makes cool EV motorcycles. This so you want me to pull fucked. that one up next? Yeah, because yeah, I'm more talking. So go, go with the words that are coming out of my mouth. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. Cool. Honda makes cool EV versions of existing uh, small motorcycles. Retrograde. Yes. It's all very close. Also, we're clearly not doing roll cup of cars because it's still fucked. Sorry. Mercury's in retrograde. Oh. It will not be next time. Um... <laughs> We'll fix it. Both times we've done World Cup of Cars, it's been a gong show. I'm sorry, everyone. So, yeah, they made a Honda E-Cub, which is cool. I like this one with the big wheels. Yeah, that's a Honda E-Cub. Cool. Uh, it's very good looking. They made a Honda Dax E. The Honda Dax is like a Honda monkey. Okay. That's the upper right one, the red one? Yep. And then they made the Zoomer which is the Zoomer, or the Ruckus in America. Um, so, yeah, they're all very cool. I so really like styling. the Dax E, but I think the one I'd really want is a Cubby. Oh, the Cubby is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I want a normal Cub. Speaking of Vietnam, that's the place to go if you want a restored Cub. I believe it. Because, like, actually, like, the Cub, they've sold more Cubs than anywhere else in the world, but, like, the top Cub restorers are in, like, um, where are they? It's like Sai, or Ho Chi Minh City, and, like, uh, Hobian, Dabian, or whatever, wherever that suit company is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but hell yeah, yeah. There, there's like like two of like the best like Honda Cub restoration shops are in Vietnam. I have to imagine like most of the parts that exist for those are in Vietnam. Yeah, so yeah. That everybody makes in sense. Vietnam has one that so. tracks. But Bikes it, must outnumber people in that country. Every house has a bike. Not every house has a car, but even the houses with a car also have a moped. Hell yeah. Everybody has I mean, one. Even here, it's handy to still have a bike. Yeah, I would want one. I really wish I had one. Like, I just want electric conversions, man. I want to make my There you go. Vespa. Now you can get your Honda Cubby. Well, now I can get a Cubby, break it apart, and put all the Honda bits into my Vespa and make it good. Yes. Which I wouldn't do because the Cubby is adorable. I would or never... you could go to the, that uh, Nigerian company that makes the... The, the bus? No, the, not the bus. There's the other one. The one where they have the um, the scooters and the tuk-tuks and they put oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. conversions. Well, yeah. Plus, then I could get the uh, interchangeable battery yeah, packs. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, you just have like two be battery rad. packs and just, yeah, be done. I already do that for my snowblower. May yeah, as well do it like, for my scooter. Yeah, that's exactly what you need. It's just a big-ass snowblower like, replaceable battery pack. I like snow motor. Uh, hold on, I'm just adding that topic to this episode so I don't forget it. Absolutely. So yeah, I thought it was kind of cool that like, Honda's bringing that back. So and they just need to make some like actual EV cars, please. 
holy hell. Well, they do make the, them, we just the, don't have yeah, them I here. Know. We don't have them here. We need to get them here. And we will be talking about that in a moment, <clears throat> but uh, speaking of vehicles that won't fucking die, similar to the... The 2009 car. GTR is back. It has a front LSD, and they changed the bumper. That's it. Oh, my God. How is this still in production? Oh, and it's more money. How is it more money and still in production? I don't know. When that... Who is buying these? No, nobody. It's got to just be companies that are tax havens that need like write-offs or something. Because like nothing else makes sense. Why? What the fuck? No, nah, I'm done with that story. <laughs> That's just it, that is like a Countach. <laughs> like it has literally been in production for as long as the Countach. Yeah, but the Countach never got uncool while it was being made. No, but it was the fastest car in the world twice. This needs to set another Nürburgring lap record for a production car, and they could be like the Nürburgring Countach. But it's not gonna, because they're not changing it. Well, they didn't change a Countach that much, just add fuel injection. Well, yeah, but and that some strikes. Well, and maybe a little downforce. Uh, it, it was more drag than downforce, actually. Nah, it added <clears throat> like, safety. It added like 35 pounds of downforce. But the drag coefficient went up like 10%. <laughs> so it slowed like, it down. It slowed it down. But, Safety twice. But the thing is, is it had so much more power that it was able to reset the, the land speed, or the production car land speed record. In 09, the GTR was very impressive because it was $79,000 base and it was faster than a 911 Turbo. Yeah. Now a base GTR is like hundred and ninety grand. Yeah, but how much is a 911 Turbo? Less than that. Yeah, but then you have to have a 911 Turbo. Uh, yeah, I would still have a GTR. I would, I would take a GT over any Porsche. But any I would purpose. take a base Carrera, because at least I can get a manual. Mm, no. Yeah. No, because then you have to own a Porsche, and you have to talk to Porsche people. No, I don't. Um, yeah, but since they talk to you. Yeah, I own a Tesla, and I don't talk to Tesla mm -hmm. people, and they but, don't talk to me. Yeah, I, I don't want Porsche people to come up and talk to me. I don't either. Porsche people are more outgoing yeah, than Tesla people. But I'm really good at avoiding people. Yeah, that's true. I, I like to be able to go out places and, like, not have my car get keyed. <laughs> so, that, awesome. That is very true. Yeah. People hate Porsche as a brand. Like, the oh, owners. I'm like, good. I kinda, it is yeah. very earned. Yes. <clears throat> I, yeah, no, every Porsche person's bad. Like, Scott's story is when good. he drove his silver 911 from St. Paul to Stillwater. Like, how many times you get, like, honked at, flash, oh, cut I, off? I, 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 give people, I give people I'm taking the, the middle finger just because I see them. Like, if I'm walking a parking lot... Wait, in what? Like, taken, taken, tukin, MMRsk. Oh. There <laughs> the, whenever I'm in a parking lot and I see a Porsche, like, as a pedestrian, I make a point to be as much of a nuisance as I possibly can. We really need to, when the car show season starts, find a base Macan on Turo or something, and then go crash a PCA event with it. Yeah. I think that'd be great. It would be tremendous Because, you know, I can also be just, like, the biggest dick. <laughs> That's why I want to do this yeah, and like, be there. I can be the most conceited person if I really wanted to be. And, like, I'm very good at, like, talking up anything. Like, the Mirage. I talk that up all the time. Because it's a fantastic car. Yes. But, like, if I can make a sales pitch, on, like, a, a legit sales pitch on a Mirage, I can talk up a Macan to Porsche people. 2.0T. And just talk about how it's got, <clears throat> it, it has a, the transverse driveline since it's front-wheel drive, it's better in the snow. Because it's got the high center of gravity, the commanding view of the road. <sighs> I piss them all off. I will the most, follow them. Most fuel efficient Porsche. It is. I will follow them around, um, and they will not be able to escape me. I'll probably get punched. You're gonna need Porsche jackets, a Porsche hat, Porsche oh, shoes. Oh God, yeah, that'd be oh, just be so bad about it. Talk about Porsche and sports. No, like five sports facts to hit people with. Because I know nothing about I sports. I would have to memorize them because, yeah, I know nothing yeah, about I, sports I, either. Uh, yeah, and they Im immediately leave my brain. I'll read it off of a note card. Um, so, <laughs> S3 Magazine. Uh, okay. That actually, right. yes. Finally, Perfect. we're on track towards the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, S3 Magazine actually uh, have begun echoing what we've been saying. And I find this very interesting because the editor, uh, Jonathan Woolley, is like a traditional car guy. Good. Like, he is... Hello, Jonathan. He has... You know, he's tr he's car guy. He, he trumper, uh, white guy lives in Florida. Okay. You know, so he's a YouTube car guy. Got it. No, he's just car guy. You know how car people are for the most part. They're yeah. pretty much all like that. I guess. Yeah, that's how every car person is, really. It's it's how all crypto people are too. I'm just I'm, I'm used to it now. He's I understand, yeah. but like he's a car guy. But 
Uh, we have yeah. common ground. Yeah, no, we uh, are two normal people that are in very cursed um, groups of individuals. Yes. Yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> and that's why I'm trying to distance myself from car things as much as I can. But, um, but yeah, so uh, Jonathan Woolley, I find, I find him very interesting. Cause he, he's, he is car guy, but he's also very pragmatic about that. And there's a reason he has a, a indie car magazine that's been around forever and is continuing to be successful mm-hmm. because as much as he can be classified as generic car guy, he's not, he's actually he, um, very interesting thought patterns that like, like he makes arguments that I've not never actually thought of for like why you should like a certain car. Like, what sure. is good about a certain thing? And maybe the less obvious facts about. Yeah, and like, and, and, and yeah, as much as like I make fun of like, yeah, he's a car guy. Like, as much as I make fun of that, uh, we have brought it up a couple times this episode. So. Yes, uh, as much as I make fun of that, like I, I do, I genuinely appreciate, um, like a lot of his his content because it is actually really thoughtful. One of the things he mentions is that EVs need to be smaller. Like. We don't need the Hummer EV. Like that thing is dumb. That is stupid. That's not a car person thing. What we need is we need an urban EV. We need like a mini EV. And a new 500e. Yeah, and that's kind of and that's like the point is like I don't want an EV that you know, it has range of 800 miles and I can't park it anywhere because I have to walk another 800 miles because that's the only parking spot I could fit my Hummer. Agreed. And, and especially... So, it's so heavy, it breaks through the concrete on my street. <laughs> oh my god, it's a tank! Yeah, like, I'm not Literally. looking for that. I'm just looking for like, a cool small EV like this one. Well, and that's, it's been a big thing for me, too. I mean, I am an urban dweller. I live in a city, but my 500E, first gen, almost everything about that is better than my current EV. Yes. With the one exception of is it, it couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And a lot of people, the charging infrastructure isn't there yet in the United mm-hmm. States to really support many EVs for long trips. In 2025, 2028, 2030, I bet you could take a first-gen 500E places. You wouldn't want to because it's not DC fast charge capable. But that car, what it had going for it, you could park it anywhere. Yes. It was designed for the city. It was much more efficient to this point. It's much lighter. That con- contributes to that efficiency. It just... Everything about it's a lower carbon footprint. You need like less regen. You need less friction break. Mm-hmm. You need less motor to make it go, which is a smaller inverter, a smaller battery pack, a smaller charger, smaller wiring in your home to sustain the same charge time. Yes. Everything. Most importantly, it's more dynamic. It's Oh, yeah. It's way too. more fun. Slow car fast is the same kind of thing. It's it, like, <clears throat> I, like, that's the thing that's like, I, I can, I'm, Never, ever in my life going to buy a Tesla because the only one I want is the Tesla Roadster, and those are impossibly expensive now. Yeah, first gen's really shot up. Maybe they'll come back down, though. Uh, no. Uh, they're, they're collectors now. Ah, great. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're good, done. though. No, no the they're way. not. I don't want them to be good. I just want it because it is the stinkiest version of a stinky car that I could possibly get. Like, let me get a Lotus, but make it a Lotus made by a company that doesn't know what they're doing. A really heavy Lotus that doesn't handle... Yes. And it's broken constantly. Yeah, I'm here for that. Because, right. um, I mean, it's... Who the fuck cares? It's a Tesla. It's going to be broken anyway. I enjoyed but, an 08 riding in one of those for yeah, the first time. But this thing is, like, like, I don't really want a 7,000-pound Rivian. I don't want a 9,000-pound Hummer. I want a 3,000-pound yeah. city car. Weight hides fun. Yeah. And, like, I have a gas car for when I need to go to Duluth. Right, and that's the one thing. If and, I had a viable long-range petrol burner or diesel burner, I would still probably have the 500E because it handled yeah. my daily commute stuff perfectly. But that's the thing is, like, if you look at my carbon footprint, how much of my carbon footprint is spent doing long commutes? None. Well, yeah, you work from home most of the time. But, no, even then. Like, long commute, like, long drive, I should say. Tra- not a yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, how... What percentage of my carbon footprint is spent driving more than 60 miles? I was going to say, what percentage of the amount of time you get in a car and turn the key are you driving longer than a 20-mile distance? Exactly. like Almost never. This drive from my house to here is the longest drive I normally take. For me, too. Yeah. But... Like, genuinely, I like even if I lived in the country, like, if I lived in Dassel, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't live long. I'd kill myself. But <laughs> the thing is, which would also be good for a carbon footprint. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is if I lived in Dassel, like even then, I'm still driving from my neighborhood to the grocery store to the like a restaurant. Yeah. Like I'm still like it's a little bit further, but still does not necessitate a gas car. Buying on the butt sometimes is what everyone does here. Yeah. And since I only have one winter daily, that isn't really a sometimes for me. It's rare there's a day I drive less than 100 miles. Yeah. So for my purposes, my car is the shittiest EV I can own. Mm-hmm. It's just it's the ah. cheapest one that does that range. That's just what it is. That's yeah. why I like, own it. So. The only place that would... Well, like, if you live, like, in... I like the Navajo Reservation. <laughs> I understand having a gas car. I like all these rural places you're coming up with. <laughs> like, just, I have to think of the most ridiculous Dassel, place. Navajo Reservation. Like, like Pipestone's coming up next, I guarantee the, it. No, Pipestone, I, I was going to say Pipestone. I'm like, what's further away from everything <laughs> than Pipestone? I go, ooh, the Navajo Reservation. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. driving to the grocery store from, the, like, some of the neighborhoods, you have to go into a different state briefly to get into oh the God. grocery store parking lot. It's like East like, Grand Fork. Yeah, like if I live somewhere like that, then yeah, that makes sense to buy a gas car. But like, I don't. Or a fuel burner. At the least. overwhelming majority of Americans do not live in that area. The overwhelming majority of Americans need something that can get you, you know, to and from work. And I wonder what percentage of the American populace that owns a home, which already is a significant cut down, has two vehicles. Because if I- so. Well, my yeah. And furthermore, what population of America has a parking area the size of an SUV that's right. spare and unused versus right. has something that's about a legitimately a third that size? Right. Like my Fiat yeah. is a perfect size. If my Fiat was a full size car, would have a problem with. It. I would have a huge problem because I can't fit it in my garage. Mm-hmm. So I have other cars in my garage. Yeah. A lot of garages are it, small. It fits exactly in my half driveway. It is a very small car. Now, you get something that's like a Fiat that's an electric, like this Mini here that they reviewed on S3. Mm-hmm. That's what Americans need for an EV. Yep. Like, that's your commuter. Like, my Fiat is perfect for getting groceries. For Like, if Jan and I go out on, like, date night, we usually take the Fiat because if I'm parking downtown Minneapolis... You can fit into spots that are vacated because nobody else can. Exactly. Like I miss that last, so much. Last time we <clears throat> went out to get sushi at sushi train which is downtown minneapolis um it's right next to the uh, i've been there very expensive it's really good it's not that bad i bought the wrong color plates yes you buy the green and red plates yeah i got the purple one Ooh, no you don't do that don't do the purple nobody told me ryan it says on the wall i don't read well well that's your problem it is my problem um so (laughs) we've established this many times with that i had to park on the far side of Brits to find a parking spot that's the size of the Lexus ES mm-hmm. that Jana has, there was a parking spot in front of there that had two SUVs that were sandwiching the spot that the Fiat yep. would have fit in yep. perfect. Last night, went to Parlor, North yep. Loop. What was right in front of the restaurant? Yeah. A spot even my 124 could have fit into. But you had the model I was driving a similar container ship. Yes. It was a massive vehicle. And that's the thing is, I don't need that for my commuter. Like, no. And the thing is with the Fiat, you know, back to my purchase decision with that, I got that to be a little bit more sporty for the intention of when we go out on date night. I want to have, like, a f- more fun car. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want to own, you know, I want something that's in between a Festiva and an MR2. <laughs> oh I want something that's not quite... <laughs> A sports car is something that's not quite like an econo box. I want something that's a sportier econo box. I don't want a Festiva GTX. Oh that's what this is. And like an EV car, like you were saying, that 500E was based off the Abarth. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a more fun car. Well, like they did that because it had bigger brakes because it was yes. a heavy. Exactly. It, just, it was, it was beefier. Is, ultimately, it resulted in a more fun car. I like, would posit five, that the standard 500 is faster. No, but... Not faster, more fun. Sorry. I don't know. Five, I've, I've, driven, I've driven your 500D, I've driven a Pop, and I've driven mine. And I would say... The Sport was so good. I, yeah, the Sport, I should say. I not, don't know. I drove a, a Pop Auto, and the thing was... I did not like the transmission, but like... 
the it's hard to have a bad 500 it is they're all good they're yeah, all I'm not good, even good I'm not but even i'm gonna say is like mm. i like the 500e more than the pop because the 500 yeah. has the torque that is inherent to an electric vehicle it is hilarious so that's mm. the thing is you can have more fun yeah Oh, yeah. That's zero to thirty. You have more fun in a five hundred E than you yeah. do in a pop. That's and, what I'm saying. And you can gap Evos. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's actually a really fun car. <laughs> and a lot of Americans, I've yet to see an American drive an EV and say they dislike it. Every yeah. single person that talks shit about EVs has just not driven one. Yeah. It's EVs in 2022, 23 are. I know. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's <laughs> it, it's a Honda Civic in 2010. <clears throat> Like yeah. E.G. Civic. Like, you talked all the shit in the world about them in high school, and then Trevor Park Girl got one for a winter car, and you go, oh, I get it. I bought that. Yeah. yeah. You go, okay, this makes sense now. I understand why people like this. Yeah, it's still an wouldn't, I, it's an still I, wouldn't buy them, but, but they the are so is, good. They drive so well. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's an eye-opening experience. Mm-hmm. It is better than the sum of its parts, and that's how EVs are. Like, it is difficult to have a shitty EV. And the yeah, that's e- true. The, like, the way, only way you can make a shitty EV is make it into a big, heavy truck that can't go off-road. Same thing with the 500. It's difficult to have a shitty 500. The yeah. worst one is, like, an X-Auto all-wheel even drive. Even then, it's, like... Oh, that's still pretty good. Yeah, even then, it's better than a Katie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a remarkably good car. So <clears throat> If the th- formula is solid, which, in this case, is a lightweight, small car... Yeah, and I think... It's going to so, be good. And, yeah, so I think... S3's onto a thing where they said, like, you know what, the pacemen, like, if you're going to have an EV, have it be something like this. Have it be small. And have it be quirky and cool and, like, yeah, fashionable, whatever. And gear it toward the demographic you're aiming for, which is city and suburban dwellers. Because the people that don't like EVs won't buy them. And the people that do will. And generally speaking, that is population centers. Also... Most people that I know that live in the city yeah. that drive small cars, I know people drive Versas because there's like I just need a shitty little small car. This is the smallest car that I can find. Right. I have bought a Versa because I need something to drive to the grocery store. That's what that's your EV. And what you can do is you can make a stripper EV that is as cheap as you can make it. You can still make it profitable. Because you have that tax credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you make it in this country with a union workforce, you can. Yeah, and like that's the thing is like if you make a small EV, and you can have it be profitable because of that tax credit, and still be much cheaper than a Model Three. Yeah, because oh, like yeah. the uh, it, you just need basically vinyl seats. Give it a cool pattern. Like that or even textile, man. Look at the like the Prius C, mm-hmm. like sold like hotcakes forever until they discontinued it because of safety requirements. Like, <laughs> that's How did th- Jaguar get around that shit? Oh, they just <laughs> you, you see if you see a Series One versus a Series Three, it's very apparent they just tacked on safety gear. Um, What's this bar here? Yeah, safety Sorry gear. About it. Yeah, exactly. But like. <laughs> I think a Prius C is a perfect example of a car that, like, on paper should not sell well in America. This is a car that is yeah. horrible at high speed, has a top speed of, like, 90. But, like, I genuinely want a Prius C. Well, they're fun to drive. They're, they're very good fun to drive because they're just a good, cheap old commuter car. They're popular it's... to mod, too, oddly. Yeah, it's because they're the most they're the best selling car in like Tuvalu or something, uh, and they also had a one they had a one make race in uh, Japan. They had a Toyota Aqua one make, so it was like an HKS exhaust for it and like Tanabe like. Oh no, a CBT or, with a custom exhaust. Blah. Yeah, it's HKS though, so it's okay. Uh, HKS like it, HKS was the first brand to make a Honda D series sound good. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like, HKS is very capable of making not bad-sounding exhausts. Does HKS make a, an exhaust for a VQ? They do. Doesn't make it sound good. Yes. And it's it's prohibitively expensive. Okay, well, that's, that's why. That's why people don't get it. Because it's, it's probably a he, like a head-back exhaust. It, it, no, it, it's it's a cat-back, but it's like, if you look at it, it provides like seven more horsepower or something, which is like nothing. So it's got like a triple-chamber resonator or something it, in it? It's very quiet. It's made of mild steel. It's painted. Like it's a terrible value proposition. Oh my but God. it sounds good and it actually functions. And All it's right. yeah. All like right. I have an HKS exhaust on my Civic, and that sounded great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's HKS can make any engine sound good. Um, but yeah, so like that's why I brought up the VQ. Yeah, so like HKS did the uh, did the exhaust for the Toyota Prius C. But anyway, back to small EVs. Yes, is. 
you can make a stinker of a car as long as it is like cheap enough and has enough range. Like these people, they just want something they can throw their dog in and like it's got pedestrian safety alerts and you have your vinyl seats and you have Bluetooth and your dog can fit in the back and you can have latch mechanisms for your car seats. That's what people want. Well, it does that's, not. That's need... a requirement legally. Since yeah, but I mean, one, like, have that's that. the thing is like, these are things that are like you don't need all the Whizbang stuff to make it like yeah, make a Whizbang version. Sure. Make an Abarth of it so people think it's cool and sell more. But like there's like that's why minis sell so well. It's like if you look at a, a stripper mini, it's not great. Because mm. but whenever somebody thinks of a mini, they think of a like a John Cooper works out. Right, with like the Union Jack taillights and the yeah, rough. Yeah, they think the, of all the cool ugh. shit, but if you get a base model mini, it kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah like a base model <laughs> mini is nothing to be excited about. But like... <laughs> all I, of the drawbacks. So I think mini getting the EVs is a good thing because mini knows how to make a good city car. I think everybody should follow mini. And to bring back something you said earlier, the companies that make the worst combustion vehicles make the best EVs. Combustion minis suck. And oh, like, yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Mini E's a driver really well. And like, yeah. most of them have heat pumps and all that already. It's like, yeah, well. that's a good car. Maybe Scott should get this. No. Uh, too small? No, I just don't want to get a Mini. <laughs> the, the brand has enough like bitter iron taste in my tongue where, where it's going to take some time. Unless they made like a GP. Like, if they made a Cooper Works GP EV, like, cool. Well, I'm not I, my hands I, I understand. Like, I'm the same way as Chevy. Even with my old classic American cars, I do not just, see myself getting a classic Chevy I, anytime soon. I'm yeah, I'm sorry. Like it might might change someday, my opinion of it. But like right now, I'm still not buying a mini. Yeah, like oh, with like me, like going the opposite direction with like older cars. Yeah. Like now, I'm getting to old American cars. Like I want a Pontiac, but I do not want a cheap. Uh, I do not want a, a Chevy. Like Chevy makes makes a fucking Traverse. <laughs> Which is somebody's Pontiac dream car. was mm. killed before they made the Traverse. All they got to is the G6. Like, that was their lowest Can level. Can you imagine a Lambda Pontiac? Oh, man. Oh, that'd be terrible. Oh, that'd oh, be really man. bad. I'm, like, mentally stapling, like, Montana they grills. I, I think they might have made... Like, there might have been a very early one. Because that was, like, about uh, the time they axed Pontiac. But, like, yeah. Like, Pontiac made cool shit. Like, I genuinely want a Pontiac Safari Wagon with a Tri-Power. Uh, triple two barrel carburetor. Yeah. That, that'd be fucking cool. And the eight bolt, uh, the eight bolt like finned drums oh, that they had. Yeah, that's what I want. Yep, I can get all those things specked out. Fine. Yeah. Plus, I mean, I just love that. That was back in the era. It's like, it's like what um, uh, Saab and Saturn did to GM in the nineties. Yeah. Like, you got to use all of our corporate parts here for this. We all, we'll give you the four cylinder. We'll give you the chassis. And like, cool. And then they send it out the door. I'm like, what the hell is this? And they like, nothing. Use your parts. Use some of them. <clears throat> yeah. It it has your chassis. <clears throat> Everything right. else wasn't good. So yeah, we we want to get the other parts. things. You, you can spec them if you want your car to be more bad. <laughs> but it's gonna look like this. But yeah, I was probably. like Pontiac. Like we have a small block, 400 already. So yeah, I'm like that, yeah, no, ours is better. But yeah, like yeah, that, that's why I look more fondly upon them. Mm -hmm. Even though effectively they really are no different. They still made a cooler ultimate thing which is harder to find parts for but it yeah. is it, and but it's it worse is but it's better cooler. like like i think it's got 349 or something is what it was like the pineapple like vita tri-power or whatever i just love that none of it's compatible it's all really close but none yeah, of it's, it's a the totally same different v8. like completely <laughs> fucking different no everything like, like no i mean the, the the v8 was different the transmission was the same but like internally didn't internally, bolt up though yeah it had different bell housing and like the <laughs> axles had like the same housing, but all the internal spline and mechanisms were completely incompatible. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's yeah, like, okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah, give me, give me right. that. Like, that's cool. And so, like, now that I'm, again, going back to my thesis here, um, if you make a cool <laughs> city car EV yeah. as an option, like, you don't even have to sell any of them. You don't even have to fucking, they can all be made to order. And just, like, even if it's sold exclusively to a car share company like EV. That's using all the bolts and everything like that. Yeah. Like it would be a better service if it was smaller. Yeah, yeah, just cheaper, make... shittier EVs than yeah. the Bolt, and like the Bolt is already the cheapest like tax credit eligible EV you can buy. I can't believe they still make that. I can't either, but that... it's it's down to like there's no. I don't think they're credit eligible because GM burned all that. Maybe they are, 
but they're like brand new 26 grand like if you go out and bought a 64 kilowatt hour ev brand new for 26 grand 26 like, grand is that price point where people so will actually cheap. buy it it's it, so it's cheap it's actually a price point where, where people will buy it as a new car but it's like, not quite small enough like it's really narrow but it's not quite short enough for city yeah. use like it, it could it could be a little shorter yeah. it is the way that it is because it has you, range you need something between an i3 and a bolt ah, i love the i3 the i3 is a, it's cool a car. great car i love the interior in that car I like how dumb the tire size is. There, it's a super dumb car, and it's bad, but it's so good because yeah, it's no, bad. Yeah, no, I want uh, – that's a car. That, they are too expensive. That is a daring car. <laughs> Especially like an early 24-kilowatt-hour one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, i3 and like a Maev. Like those are just uh, stupid. A friend of mine is a BMW tech out in Colorado, Anna, and she posted an Instagram story of replacing a Rex engine and an early i3 Boy, howdy, does that thing look buried. The process looked very expensive. That sounds horrible. Another reason, never buy a Rex one, because it doesn't come with a heat pump anyway. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Get a regular i3. But the yeah. later, they updated the battery three times. It's really, really hard to figure out which one's which. And they had an i3S, which widened the track a little bit and added a little bit more power. Looked oh, really good. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you could probably find something like, like M Decoder or like Beamer Work. Well, it's model years. I yeah. mean, you can look at it that way, but yeah. there was like splits in mid-year. But I looked, an i3s costs the same as my car does. So it's that's like, so stupid. It's really no, dumb. that's yeah. really dumb. No. no. So I until want... those get cheap, yeah. No, we're done here. Nope. Anyway, let's move on to you, uh, USPS. USPS. Okay. So let me open this up real quick. There's been a lot of back and forth with like government contracts and new replacements for the Grumman LLV, but a lot of what's been presented has been still combustion luckily they have actually signed now so that new one is actually kind of stupid enough that i kind of like it i think it's gonna grow on me but like, I, I'm a, it's already grown i mean it's so stupid it looks like <clears> a pixar car but the yeah it really does it's just set up for the eyes yeah. um but they have about a hundred thousand delivery vehicles in their fleet in the united states today a lot of them are Grumman LLVs, but not all of them. You yes. know, they've got like metrices, they've got transits like shown here. Have... It's so funny how they get rid of the Mercedes logo on the metrices because you know, like every Republican <clears throat> just loses their fucking minds. Well, it's, the, and that was even, uh, we covered it, I think, when they were buying yeah. all those for the USPS. Like, it didn't even come as an option. Like, it just comes with the USPS yeah. flying bird or whatever. Yeah, the you just take the off Eagle. the mattress sign. Cause yeah. Because you're just not going to deal with the Mercedes. <clears throat> Correct. Cause, like, yeah, get that foreign job out of here. Yeah, it's not a foreign <laughs> job. It's made in Alabama out of a closed GM factory. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I know, dude. Right? <laughs> you, you don't have to explain it to people of the state. I'm but, so okay. happy that nobody. It is becoming hard to find people who are actually, I buy American brands because of America. That's actually getting hard to find. Because it's been disproven so many times, even by the terrible news outlets, where people yeah. have to know now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, your Chevy isn't made in the United States. Nah, and that Mercedes is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. There you go. So. But, yeah, again, unless you live in one of those factory towns or the state, you might not know that. Anyway, back to USPS. 100,000 delivery vehicles. They have now signed and committed to, over the next five years, replacing 66,000 of those with electric. That's good. So, good. And that, like, can are, you think of a better use case for electrification I'm than a delivery thinking, vehicle? I'm thinking of, like, that last, like, <clears throat> was 34,000 that they haven't replaced. Like, that would make sense that those should probably be gas because those are probably those ones are the that rural are, ones, right? Yeah. Those are the Navajo reservation ones that are like way out in the middle of nowhere. Like, yep. there's no infrastructure there. Correct. Or like, um, <laughs> have you seen the Ford Raptor um, is a delivery truck? No. There's a Ford Raptor mail truck in like the mountains in like Wyoming. No, it, it is a requirement because it has to go over like eight feet of snow, and it's got like a one foot lift kit on it, and like. 45 inch snow tires and like the fenders are just don't the, service the those fin, people the fenders are just cut out entirely and they just have a big piece of like plastic where like they've made a makeshift like fender it's just kydex that they've just formed pretty much yeah it's like yeah it, it's it's insane i need to see if i'm fine um but yeah no there are definitely I, not all of their vehicles can reasonably be replaced with electrification right now but a lot of their routes are just like people that live in cities where they're doing 20, 30 miles a day tops. Oh, it, it might be a Dodge TRX, actually. Oh, okay. But it's still, it's a stupid mail pickup truck. Sure. I respect that. That's one of the only use cases where I could uh, kind of condone that. 
so I'm fine with it. But uh, I don't know exactly how many different contractors they are going to uh, use for this. I do think most of them are going to be this. Oh, here it is. Really ugly Pixar car thing, but I found it. Delivery vehicles, like garbage trucks, all this kind of stuff should just—it's it blows my mind that they are not all electric. It, it is in Yellowstone. That's where it is. Do you have a link? Uh, yes, it is a Ford Super Duty. It's not even a wrapper. It's bigger. Where? I'm putting, I'm putting it in. Just give me a second. Give me a second. It's all taking a long time. No, that's fine. That's fine. My computer's upsetting spaghetti. Come on. Freddy upsetting spaghetti. There we go. All right. <clears throat> this mail truck is insane. Look at that lift. Oh, my God. Look at that bumper. <laughs> but, like, it's also, it's a requirement. Yeah, those that's some wide tires. Oh, yeah. man, that looks like an Arctic truck. That's what it sounds like. It's, like, literally a 40-inch tire. Like, it's insane. Oh, and it's, the width is what throws me. It's, like, twice as wide as, like, a trail tire. Yeah, no, it's a wow. huge, because it's got all this weight, and it has to, like, right. at that point, it, it can't, can't break through. Yeah, it has to just, and they, I'm sure they air it down, too. Oh, I'm sure it's got central tire inflation. Yeah, that's yeah. an insane mail truck. But yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is why not every mail truck is an EV. Sometimes you literally need that. Yeah, but but sometimes you yes. come back to that. That oh that that is this is not an um, <laughs> this is not Pipestone, Minnesota. No, no, this is literally it has Yellowstone. stone in the word. It yep. does have, yeah, but this is a requirement. You are in the mountains. You have feet <laughs> of snow that you cannot go through. And there's nobody to help you. If your truck gets stuck, you're stuck. You will be leaving. And you will die. You will be leaving in May as a skeleton. Correct. I do like the Kydex fender liners. Yes. No, I was not lying. It was literally like they just cut the entire fender off and they just made... None of what I said was an exaggeration. It's lifted about a foot and it has Kydex entire fenders and gigantic like 45 inch tires. And they're so but yeah, you know they used a Super Duty just because it was the cheapest thing they could buy new that had solid axles front and rear. Oh yeah, no, look, it's it's a Super <laughs> Duty XL. It has an unpainted grill. Oh yeah, that's XLT for sure. It's probably no, got no, a five XL, four. XLT is the base is the base nice level. XL is the fleet car. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I've written a lot. No, I trust of you. Ford F three fifties lately. I just wanted work. one clarification. Yeah. Um, no, XL is the base model for. Uh, oh, for I was thinking F4. of custom. That's what I used to. Be oh about. yeah, no, custom was the that that's the GM version no uh, custom was ford like back in like the early 90s late 80s like if you bought like a ford f-150 customer ranger custom like i think that was the base trim on those mm, i'm pretty sure it's still xl because I, I custom was definitely used by they might it might be because it might have been when you could just tack on different packages it's like okay yeah all right yeah you're right then okay but like they, they also must that, that's got that's point. got a painted bump that's got a chrome bumper well, yeah, work trucks had chrome bumpers, didn't they? That is an option. Oh, maybe this is one tier up. From that is Excel. one tier up because you could get a gray bumper. <clears throat> All right. There's a gray. There's a gray painted bumper option. <laughs> it was. I've been in the gray paint. paint the gray bumper one. It is. <laughs> That's awesome. It is incredible what they can like. Those are they, only sold to forestry services and fleets or something. <laughs> it has a driver. No, it might. <clears throat> even the sun visors are options oh yeah now we're talking like now this we're is how base we're talking about okay. yeah like where you had lap belts because three-point seat belts were extra not, cost what mm-hmm. like the absolute bare minimum legal requirements for so what would be in a truck yeah that trim level is what they need to bring city evs here as yes you need to have that as your lowest option heater bluetooth seat yes that's what you need that's your base model option obviously don't have that be the one you advertise right like, be, have that be, like, the bench seat Mustang that they didn't talk about, but you could totally get. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like. Yeah, no, the product photos, if you open up your trifold. Product, have all your product photos <laughs> be of the high trim level, and, but have make sure the cheapest one is absolutely affordable. I'm just thinking of the 90s, like, auto show catalogs you picked up from Infinity where you open up the trifold and it's, like, this panoramic shot of an interior that clearly isn't installed in a car. Yeah, no, it looks it's just gorgeous. Nice and this would yeah. be, like, a panoramic shot of that with no equipment oh, and yeah, class seats. Just, like, seats the, the and... absolute, like, butthole of, like, 64 Mustangs. Vinyl floors. <laughs> okay. Wow. Let me see if I can... I, 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 there, I think I... 
Oh, not, not, I forgot the 6 in 1964. I do wonder how many of those Rivian van things uh, Amazon will end up putting into circulation over the next, like, five years. Like, what percentage of their fleet? They're, I'm it, sure they're kicking out be most of them. Fast I'm as sure. they can. But. So, I found a photo of the 64 and a half Mustang bench seat. There it is. Oh, I found one. Oh. <laughs> that... Is a 1964 and a half Ford Mustang with a bench seat. Oh my god, it's like so pretending to have bucket seats yeah. too. It, yeah, oh it's yeah, a no, bench it that's totally upholstered a bench, yeah. to look like. It was, it, they had different upholstery <laughs> for sales. So, like, when you walk past it in a grocery store parking lot, it looks okay. But when you get in, it is totally a Ford Falcon bench with like a, some different upholstery on it, but it is not good. <clears throat> but yeah, no, those are actually hard to find. I believe <laughs> it, it is objectively hard, but like, yeah, that's what you need to have is your actual base models. You need to have something on the page, like with Mitsubishi saying you can spend a hundred dollars a month for your Mirage. Yep. You don't want that Mirage, but it exists yep. technically. Yep. So, and if you want to order it, it does exist. Also, speaking of the Mirage, I guess yes. we should end this out on this sad news that the Mirage has been discontinued in Japan. That was the last place it was on sale, right? No, we can still buy them here. Okay, good. But this explains why I could not get a yellow manual last year when I was looking for one. Oh. Because I, like, before my work, like, and, like, job and everything, like, got, like, really tight with, like, income and everything, um, I was considering trade. Like, you know, when that, before the recession went, or the inflation went bananas, but, like, gas was still up there because of, you know, mm-hmm. me. <laughs> basically basically there was a two month period where May. vladimir putin <laughs> fucked up like the fuel prices but the rest of inflation hadn't caught up <laughs> yeah. and i'm like mm, maybe i should buy a mirage and i was very hungry to get one i was like absolutely intent on ordering a brand new one because like i could get it for better financing like, I mean, and all that i'm sure too fiat. it was like 150 dollars a month <laughs> <laughs> instead of 250 like that's cheaper than i'm paying now okay cool for a brand new car the 10-year warranty deal yeah and like my not to only, mention it gets like 45 mpg instead of like my, 30 my only stipulation is it has to be manual and it has to be in a color and i couldn't even get a red manual because they were sold out of the red we found manuals. a red manual at the uh, state new, fair brand new oh um that and, was a brand new car but it was yes, years and that ago that was also but that's the thing is so they had the the 2020 front end on it, um, but I could not get a manual yellow Mirage, and that's the one I wanted. And then there was, like, I found that I could get a red Chevy Spark with color-matched wheels and manual transmission and crank windows, which oh, is man. fucking great. That is really cool. And I was ready to buy that, and Jana said no to that, because she says, no, that's too shitty. I'm like, Color matched wheels, though. Yeah, oh, man. it was good. You could buy it brand new like that today. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I really love Fiat 500, though. But yeah, like you can get a brand new Chevy Spark with crank windows in 2023. And a stick. With a stick. Oh, that's so good. In red with color matched optional wheels. Oh my god. I just want to see those wheels now, just like color matched Spark wheels. Oh, dude, the Chevy Spark configurator is. <laughs> Is that where I want to spend the rest of my day? Yeah, that's going to be the rest of your days. The Chevy Spark configurator. It's really good. It's really, really, really good. It is so incredible. Then it just like does it redirect to like Daewoo's website, and then it just like overlays a pop up <laughs> ad of GM like the, on top the, of it. The background photos, like before you get to the actual configurator, the city's like you know how like Asian metropolises look a little bit different mm-hmm. there are telltale signs it's, it's like the, playing geoguessr you yeah, can tell it's like you look in the background photos of the stock images and you're like "Ooh, this is definitely shot for the korean market images because like all the streets are like one way so you can't tell if it's right hand drive or left hand drive and like the windows are like the, the car's at an angle where you can't quite see where the dashboard is yep like it's a front end angle it's really low shot and there's two people in the car <clears throat> and you're like Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you look at the restaurants and you're like hmm, that looks like a korean restaurant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. looking for script here <laughs> yeah and it's like it shows you like it shows you the supermarket parking lot and you go that's a really small parking lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't see any hummers in there yeah the, these these parts there these parking spots are the size of this car and the cart corral holds like three carts <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're empty 
Hmm. <laughs> You're just like in all. It's ways, Korea. It, this is like this is totally, totally mm. South Korea, <laughs> not the United States. <laughs> Absolutely. Why yeah. would they spend that money to reshoot that? Yeah, I would, I would definitely recommend looking at the uh, car configurator for the Chevy Spark. <sighs> Dangerously, well, you might buy one because no, they're. Cheap. I would consider the Spark EV, but. Well, let me tell you. Three Netflix subscriptions per month is what the basic monthly payment is for this vehicle. <laughs> it's that cheap. <laughs> I am really close to paying off my car now, and I'm just like, I am so looking yeah, like, forward to like, not having a car well, payment, period. Your car payment is so big. Oh, it's more than my house, yeah. You, you could buy many. You could have a fleet of these cars. I am not interested in visiting a fuel station in the winter ever again. You don't have to. Yes, you do. No. You have so many of these cars and get like 50 miles per gallon. <laughs> you just run one to E and get another one. And you'll have enough cars. No, Ryan, because that's... Your monthly payment <laughs> and your insurance payment even will be less than the Tesla. This. And then you were talking about how like... Hmm, but I in the have... spring, then I'm going to have to fill up like 80 tanks and that's what I have to deal and with all right these now. Tanks it are, all these tanks are... They're nine gallons. Yeah, mm. it doesn't matter. I only know that because the person I met up with again last night had a rental spark. I'm telling you. And she's like, I'm not used to it because my Mazda 2 had an 11-gallon tank, <laughs> and this has a 9-gallon tank. I'm like, interesting. You could own a fleet of these Chevy Sparks for the price of your Tesla, and then you're, you'll never be bored of them because you can get like little variations. No, I'm good, thank you. You can get different variations. No, have, I'm good. They have different car match wheels. No, the, right. the car match wheels are a la carte, so they don't even have to match the car. You can just get like blue wheels on the red car, and that nobody can tell you no. That's... Ryan, the biggest problem I have <laughs> in my life right now is I have nobody to tell me no. Okay, perfect. No, no, no. This is a car I, for you. I already make bad you, decisions. You don't need Mama Mary telling you uh, no. You can't put your blue wheels on your red Chevy Spark. Somebody should tell in, me that. You live in fucking the U.S. of A., and you can do whatever you want with your Chevy Spark. It's a perfect car. Somebody should be there to tell me no. They should. Anyway, on that bombshell. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.